Hey guys, this is Moriarty. And I'm Crypto Spook. And today we're joined by... Hey guys, this is Nick from Instant Replay Live. And Nick is joined by the beautiful me, Joe. And if you think our voices complement these guys well, then maybe you can check out our channel by using the description below, or the card that's going to pop up right about now. Yeah, you can click on that. And this is a letter to the VR developers who are making games right now. We want to tell you what we want to see as VR reviewers, gamers, and just gamers overall. Enthusiasts, even. So here are a couple of things that you should take into mind when you're creating your next game. Obviously, a lot of what we've had so far on VR has been kind of short demos, and a lot of them are really cool. They test out really good concepts, but they burn out quickly. You're left wanting more. And yeah. there are certainly some long games you can play Minecraft forever in VR. Right, yeah, but, they uh, exist, but the general idea is there's a lot of tech demos in here. Right, yeah, and I'm always like, I don't want to take the headset off and figure out what to do next. Like, I want to be immersed in a game for a really long time. I want a game that, that where you can chew on the story, you can chew on all the different components of it for a long time, and just get deeper and deeper into the rabbit hole right. until you forget what reality is. And so many of them are not even just short in the sense that they don't give you enough, but they're too short. They're like not even a full demo experience, I feel mm -hmm. like. The Sisters demo was a real good example of a horror game that it didn't scare me at any point during but it teased some really good ideas and then it didn't finish with anything. Now right. I want to see that full game. We really want to see you explore the 3D space that you have. I know that Crypto talks a lot about the fact that zero games have ever made use of the skybox in any sort of meaningful way. I've never looked up and seen that used as a mechanism in a game. I think that it would be very neat to have something like a usable skybox, something displaying more than just the ceiling, maybe more than just the sky overhead and the clouds flying by and the birds chirping. And it could be anything. It could be like in the culling where they showed the score. It could be a ship navigation game where you actually have the stars and you navigate that way. There's a lot of opportunity there. It's not Wolfenstein. There is a floor. There is a ceiling. I mean, how cool would it be if you're playing this massive game where monsters have taken over the earth and they're titans and like something just crosses overhead so incredibly massive over you that it just blocks out the sun for a second and everything around you goes dark. Or in Onward, where you're looking up and there's fighter jets screaming past to go off to a different battle. There's a lot of things that you can do to make that a hell of a lot more interactive and immersive. And I totally agree. I really want to see scale get played with in VR games. I want to see myself turn into a giant and knock over buildings, and I want to be able to shrink down to ant size and have to run and hide from giant animals that are climbing over me. There's one really good demo. It was like a story experience. You don't get to interact at all. You just kind of exist in the world. But about a Inuit or Eskimo fisherman who is about to spear stab a crab, and all of a sudden this giant comes climbing overhead. And it's amazing, because I'm in a room that I know to have an eight-foot ceiling, and yet in the VR world, I'm looking at a blue sky, a bright sun, and a looming giant towering over me. They can do so much to make a large scale seem believable. I want the scale to be opened, and I want my scale to change on these games. I think it creates some amazing experiences. To that effect, we had some friends who were just talking about how they were in Google Earth, and they went to Tokyo, and the first thing they did was make themselves giant and like feel like they were trumps and around crashing through Tokyo. <laughs> yeah. And that's, I mean, that is a thing that should happen. It's so 
so amazing. That same friend is working with a third friend to actually develop a game where you can play with scale, and I really want to see it happen, but I think other developers should jump on that train as well. Speaking of scale, can we also introduce scale settings in games? I'm taller than Crypto, who is short and dwarf-like. This goes along with other general settings. VR Diner Duo did it really well, where you actually have a little lever there, and you can pull it up and down and move yourself and make yourself bigger or smaller so that the game is set to you. We're not in real life. We don't have to physically cut the legs off of a table to make it smaller. Let's make it a little bit more accessible to people of all sizes, all heights, people in wheelchairs, things like that. That is true, and I think a good portion of that could be possibly... Okay, I'm not going to say they're bad developers. I'm just going to say that perhaps they don't think of these things. There was like this massive simulated 100-foot menu screen that by the time my cursor laser pointer got there, I wasn't even 100% certain that I was aiming at the correct thing. So there should absolutely be some options to scale that menu down. Just in general, allow us to customize our experience. It's already virtual reality. Amen. If you give me the opportunity to move and scale everything, I will do it. That's true. I'm going to customize it and put it where I like it. And it's going to make me more comfortable in the game itself. I really want to see my feet in VR. It goes right in hand with my giant desires as well. I want to be able to kick over buildings, stomp on cars. I want to look down and I want to see feet. So many VR games just don't have legs for your character because there's nothing there that would track. If you looked down and you raised your leg and your your leg stood still, it wouldn't feel right. It would kind of take you out of the immersion. But how cool would it be if the HTC developers built little anklets? They don't have to be full controllers like the ones that exist today because you could just put on the anklet. It could be like a Velcro strap kind of situation and it just tracks where your leg is physically. That's all it has to do. I think it'd be amazing. I could kick guys in kung fu games. And of course, then I'd end up like kicking my computer monitor or falling down. Yeah, I think there's a lot of danger to it. But also just being able to like walk on the edge of a building or something like that. I have a huge fear of heights. Put me on the edge of a building where I have to actually shuffle side to side. Ooh, that would be good for me. Oh, yes. (laughs) Leg sensors is a really neat idea, but the thing I really want to see most is superpowers. Superpowers would be amazing. I don't understand how I have this virtual world where I am literally God, and no one has given me the powers to punch down a building, fly straight up into the sky, soar like a bird, run at the speed of light. It just doesn't make sense. Why can't I shoot lasers? I want lasers. Do you remember HVR? Because it was the same kind of thing where it gave you just enough of the powers fantasy, but not enough that you actually felt like you were Iron Man. Take it all the way. Absolutely. Give us the ability to fly, blow things up, ride on a motorcycle. These are all things things that can be done. There's no reason why I'm not doing it right now. I should never, ever, ever have to go watch a Marvel movie instead of being in a Marvel movie. Now, I can totally agree with that. It just makes me think of Windlands, where you just get that bare, fleeting glimpse of a feeling that you're flying through the trees on these Georgia the Jungle-style swinging rampages. It's just so much fun, but it doesn't last. Give me that all the time. Exactly! That was the best part of Windlands. The worst part was when you had to stand and walk. Give me the ability to be Spider-Man. It would be great. Immersion is by far the thing that compels me the most about being in VR. You get there and for all different reasons everything just hits you and it's like you feel like you're there. 
one of the things I really want to do with that is dive into a world, whether it's a sandbox RPG like Fallout or Bioware game. I want to take that level of immersion and apply it to the scope of a world. Again, Minecraft is an example of one where you can do that already, but I want to really like dive in. I, I want to go More to my options. Tron, yeah. you know? Like, so many of our experiences we played have been very linear story driven or even if not story driven, just they're experience driven. Yeah, they're very contained experiences. Goes kind of with the longer games thing, but we want to be able to open the world up and go where we want to go. Mm-hmm. In these giant worlds, spend more time on sound effects and voiceovers. We're in the most immersive piece of technology ever made. Now is not the time to skimp on ambient noise, sound effects, quality vocal actors. I know that that's a really big thing for you, because I've heard so many times I will just be reviewing a video and Moriarty will go, oh, <laughs> he'll make this terrible guttural noise, and I'm like, what's the problem? And he'll go, these terrible, terrible voice actors, they should be shot. Look, I don't care if you go on to casting call or if you pull in fans, don't get your level engineer in there to be the big bad. Don't do it. It's a terrible idea. I'm sure that he has a really deep voice and he's great at D&D, but please invest in voice acting. And on top of that, make sure that you have a nice clean soundstage, unlike me. Echo! Echo, 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 echo. I'd like to point out that I'm working on my master bedroom, which will have a nice recording studio, so this will soon be a thing of the past. A lot of the things I want to see in VR are things that have already come before, but in the new form of VR. One of them in particular that I think would be really unique is dialogue. In that first person way where you are the person there and you have characters in the game world making eye contact with you. And there's a lot of things that that dies into is if you have branching dialogue and you're making choices. Bioware is the game I love to go to for this, where you Mm -hmm. have very complex responses and emotional responses. I want to see that dialogue happen. Maybe even you get the characters come and push you around or get angry or the dialogue can be them moving around a room and you can watch them. All of that builds into this thing. We talked about immersion and some other things. It gives you that sense of being there a little bit more and the moral implications that come with that when you are right. making eye contact with someone versus Accounting watching VR. the character making eye contact with somebody. Accounting VR is the perfect example of having to make a choice and look a character in the eye or anywhere you look, regardless, while you're doing it and making it feel real and taking that further with role-playing games where you have various choices and not just the one thing you have to do in the game. I think that would be huge for immersion. There's a very big difference between looking at an NPC looking at you through your monitor and looking at an NPC looking directly at you. The experience is palpable when their pupils are tracking on you. Before we can even get to dialogue, where are the story games at all? There's barely been any attempt at telling a story to me. I can get closer to your characters than in traditional 2D. I can get right up on them. I can look in their eyes. Make me attached to them. Make me sad when they die off. I'm okay. And I know not everybody is, but I'm okay with sitting in my chair experiencing a story game if it's good enough. The level of detail that you can add to these characters is something that you will not have experienced so far in any type of traditional video game. Because it is truly 3D, where the person can feign and act and mimic and make facial expressions that are just much more realistic than any other video game we've played so far. Can you imagine having an experience like that in virtual reality? 
personality where the characters are so much more lifelike and realistic. How about a game like L.A. Noir? You're literally sitting there in an interrogation. Why aren't I doing that in VR where I can literally sit there in the interrogation? And play good cop, bad cop. I'll hit him with a hammer and you say, I'm going to call you a lawyer. We've played a couple multiplayer games on the Vive so far, and they've been amazing experiences. The best one is actually one that Crymore invited us to come join and check out, uh, which was Rec Room. Rec Room is this game where you have just a various teeming supply of mini games. Some of them are paintball, some of them are sports games, and you're playing them with other people in real time who are also wearing Vive headsets. It's a whole new realm to play in with VR. You're immersed as if you're actually hanging out with these other people. I want more of that, and I want other types of games explored. I think to that end, I was talking with a friend just about Tabletop Sim has the ability to go into the game, but we we're talking about the idea of being able to build your avatar and sit around a table. Like, obviously sitting around a ta an actual table is a little bit superior, but that you have friends all around the country, around the world, being able to sit at a virtual table together and look yeah. around and have that sense of being in the same place. Yeah. Because it does feel like you're in the same place with other players. It really does. Like, they feel much closer than they do if you're just playing through the computer screen. It really does. And if you could look over at Tim the Orc instead of Tim the guy who <laughs> wears glasses and snorts a lot. <laughs> well, he still snorts a lot as the Orc, too. <laughs> but that's, that's more fitting all of a sudden. Right. Yeah, works really well. I want to see that. With those multiplayer games, we really need to see more co-op experiences. VR is already lonely enough. Standing in a room, putting on a headset. Why aren't you making more games where I can play with a friend? Local? Online? Whatever. Moriarty and I have been friends for like 15, 20 years now? I don't even know it's been so long that we've been friends. And for a long time, we lived right near each other, real close, used to hang out all the time, and now I live hours and hours away from him. We still keep in touch through video games, or Steam chat, mumble, anything like that. And we spend a good amount of time gaming with each other because, you know, we're best friends and we're still best friends and this is how people keep in contact with each other. I don't understand how there aren't more co-op experiences. Co-op is probably one of the most fun things I've ever done. I still remember playing Battlefield Bad Company 2 maybe where you had the first helicopter mission and there was the co-op. Oh, the skirmish mode. Yeah, yeah. We must have played that for easily 150 hours. At least the same three missions over and over again. Give me that opportunity in VR. Let me play with my friend in a co-op experience. It doesn't have to be a big production. It just needs to be fun. I'd like to see more creative tools kind of implemented into gaming, and it's a little hard to describe. The best thing I can come up with is discussing Tilt Brush, which is a Google app that lets you use the wands to sculpt in 3D. And my first thought with that was, outside of making awesome art, you could build some kind of levels, or you could, you know, construct freeform, freehand 3D environment, and then if you have a basic physics engine you can apply to that, you could just roll marbles around in there, or different kinds of things. You could advance it up from that scale to, you know, more complex interaction. Being able to like gulp with your hands, or at least with an approximation of your hands, I think is a, a really cool place to go in bringing game design to people at their, you know, in their rooms. And funny enough, I think Minecraft is the one that's ahead of everyone on this as well. It's not Mojang, it's not Microsoft who's pushing it, but user mods. There's like a god mode of Minecraft, I and mean, that, that's a thing they have in actual Minecraft as well. Basically, a level editor or a pixel editor, block editor maybe is what they call it, where you can in VR create swaths of construction. So if you wanted to 
make a grid of 16 by 16 dirt blocks. You just plop that down as one as opposed Ooh. to building it manually. And you could do that in VR and then someone else could run around what you've built in right. regular Minecraft or in VR Minecraft. Just so, with your hands. <laughs> yeah, so they're always ahead, it seems like, with Minecraft. Bring all these other features of Minecraft into other games like this one. I will say this. Minecraft is right now the most expansive experience I think you can get in VR. Even though it's adapted to VR, it does show the potential of being in VR and having, you know, a, a broader, more complex experience. Agreed. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Finally, please figure out smoothing. Figure out a way to do intelligent weapon stabilization in games. We don't have Parkinson's, but it sure feels like it when we're holding a scope. Find a better way to do optics on these weapons. Now, I have not actually yet built a PVC holder for my Vive controllers, but if I was to really get competitive and onward, I don't really see what other choice I would have. I don't know, some kind of smoothing has to go on there. I just want it so that I can put the scope to my face, it stays there without me having to move my head around trying to figure out where it is. I've shot guns in real life, it's not hard. I shouldn't have to actually have a stock attached to my Vive controller in order to keep it steady. Amen. Figure out a way, whatever it is, but it's gotta be less shake. We are so incredibly shaky people, but not that shaky. <laughs> it makes us feel like we're in an earthquake or something. Delirious tremens. It's horrible. Please, please, play your own game, and if you're shaking that badly, fix it. I know that you want to have accuracy when you're moving things. Figure something out. Something out. So those are the things that we really want to see in VR. Those are the things that we really want you as a developer to start doing more of. If you're not a developer, leave your notes in the comments. Tell them what you want to see, because I guarantee you they're going to be watching this and they're going to be reading the comments. Tell them below what you want to see in VR. Tell them what you need them to change. This is still the Wild West. Developers don't know what they're doing. They're experimenting and that's great and it's fun, but at this point we're starting to get to where we know what doesn't work for sure. And you can only play so many horde shooters. I'm done with horde shooters. <laughs> Wave 6! Do something different, follow these rules, figure out the next generation of VR games. Thank you very much to Instant Replay Live who joined us for this. You can check them out in the description below. Thank you guys for inviting us to join in on this. You guys are great. Oh yeah. We really appreciate it guys. If you like it, like it. If you don't like it, don't like it. Be sure to subscribe, check out the Patreon, and again, don't forget to comment and let all of the developers know what you want to see in VR. Until the next one.